edition of the Bullheaded Podcast. I'm your host, per usual, Sean Tyson, here with Zoo and P. Bush. How you fellas doing? I'm doing all right, man. Bulls picking a, eh, kind of a nobody pick. I don't know, at least if, unless you're a big college basketball guy, I guess, you know, <laughs> and the, for almost blowing the game against TCU, man. Um, but man, I don't know. I thought the draft went a little surprising. thought some guys yeah, fell, very. other guys moved up, um, Paolo being the one of them. So I don't know, Zoo, what do you, what do you think about it, man? Yeah, I was shocked, man. The mm. Woj before the draft tweeted out one, two, three. That's pretty much yep. like set in stone. But then last minute, Woj tweeted out, man, they consider it Monchero. <laughs> when they tweeted out, oh, I saw the odds, man. Dude, Jabari, <laughs> Jabari, Smith, Jabari Smith was minus 6,000 for the first overall pick. Yep. Yeah. When Woj tweeted that initial tweet out. But then mm. a couple seconds later, like, you could have got Monchero at plus 550, man. <laughs> so my God, so, and so and that day after, man, something happened, man. The odds swung that night yeah. or of. So some heavy hitters put some money in, and they made a fucking killing. I don't know how yeah. they got their source, man. Whoever their source was, who bet big on that and swing the odds from plus five fifty to minus odds, man, they knew something, man. Mm. They the definitely Woj, knew something. They definitely bro. did. They they knew more than Woj and Shams. And shout out to Woj and Shams. They had like a little bit of a. Battle Royale, I think, around the Knicks <laughs> pick. The, the whole the Knicks and Detroit thing. And, and they like, were yeah, both cool. right, man. The greatest yeah. part, they were both yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of cool in the moment to see that because, you know, I kind of stayed off Twitter uh, probably for most of the draft because it's just they, they're kind of – and I had to mute the notifications on my phone because they just kind of mess up the whole surprise factor when it comes to oh, the yeah. draft. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, as you guys could probably tell, we're going to get into the NBA draft. Um, you know, it happened last Thursday. Like people said, it was a lot of kind of, you know, surprising picks that happened in that lottery round. So I wanted to ask the guys what were their thoughts overall with the draft. And uh, Zoo, I'm going to start with you this time. Yeah, Bonchero, man. I'm still looking at that guy. Physically, man, I, ca- I can see why Orlando likes this dude. Because mm-hmm. if you look at him physically, man, and this this year, he might be putting up 18 points in, in his first ro- in his rookie of the year, man. Be rookie of the year this year. They need him to. Yeah, because the way they play, man, like they struggle offensively, man. My God, this guy could get buckets. And in that offense and amount of touches, because like he play, he's playing with guards. They're not really ball dominant. dominant. So this guy could be more like a point forward type of dude. And he'd be mm-hmm. dropping, if he drops like 20 and 10 as a rookie, man, they'd be looking real good, man. Because I don't think Jabari Smith can be that guy in his first mm. year. He's more a catch. Not with Jalen right Green on his team. Yeah, he's not <laughs> as much of a playmaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a nice catch and shoot guy right now. But Boncherry got a little handle to his game, a little in, mm-hmm. inside outside game. So I can see why Orlando. But I, I don't know what Orlando's thinking. What were they finessing everyone with like the fake <laughs> fake noise right now, or trying to like yeah. do, pull a Danny Ainge, be like, "Yo, we want Boncherry." Other people, man. We, no, we want Bonchero. We might trade down to like the third pick so we get our guy and get an extra draft asset. Trying to finesse someone, aka Jason Tatum style. Yeah. Like I feel like that's what what they were doing. They try yeah. to be smart, but I feel like Houston's like, nah, we ain't buying that. Like, or be like, oh, we we don't really care. Jabari Smith, Bonchero, whatever. So I yeah. feel like there was a lot yeah. of finessing with all the noise because all the noise was Jabari Smith. So they 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 definitely finessed it. Like Shams, Woj, they did not yeah. see this coming, man. And I give the Orlando Magic props for that, but but if this is a last minute change of decision making, mm. that's what I was thinking. That's a bad look if, if it's a last second decision making. But I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that they were trying to finesse everyone, trying to get an extra draft <laughs> asset and pull pull a Danny Ainge. So I, I, that that pick was actually shocking to me. 
yeah. it was shocking to me that Bonchero won first after all the noise of Jabari Smith. I mean, I think we we could agree if you're looking at like if you have the first overall pick, and I know we've talked about this, when there's like not a clear cut winner, right? You know, in the draft, yeah. it's it's almost a burden to have the first pick because oh, you better you're the not one fuck can, up. Yeah, because you're the one that can mess up first, right? And you know, it, it it cuts down to the you know the Thunder Rockets who have second and third pick. They have a smaller choice to choose from, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think Boncaro is a better fit if you're looking at the team that they have. I know we've talked about you know Jabari Smith going there and with all their their height that they have. Boncaro is kind of a nice piece. They do need a wing guy, but he's 6'10", but he can play like a small forward, right? I mean, you you could play power forward, you could play in the post. He's kind of the guy that they need for a very lost backcourt with yeah. Cole Anthony and Jalen yeah. Suggs and, and kind of an up-and-coming front court. And Markel. You know, and Markel. And, Mar- and Markel, yeah. yeah. But with like Wendell, you know, you got uh, Mo Bamba over there, restricted free agent. But I do think it was a good pick. I I, I was shocked. I agree, Zoo. I was expecting Jabari. And then I was ex- – I mean, I think we all agree that the Thunder were going to go with Chet. I think he oh, yeah, that was, kind oh, of yeah, was Sam a good Festi. fit. I feel like Sam Festi might have taken this yeah. dude number he, one overall. He, I think so. But I also wonder if Jabari falling, if he even questioned it. I don't think so. I think he knew he wanted Chet the whole time. But the yeah. Rockets got a steal, man. I think that, the, yeah. that, that, that Jabari's a better fit for that team than Moncaro would be just because of the ball dominance of their backcourt with KPJ and Jalen Green. So mm-hmm. I think if their ability to drive and kick out to him, uh, you know, they don't have John Wall on their payroll anymore. Maybe they, you know, maybe they could do a little something there. I'd save them about 30 million. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, it's a young team and I think Jabari is a good spot up guy to have along with a little height. So the, but like I said, man, the biggest thing for me, the Pistons got what they wanted, man. They got that backcourt we talked about. Hmm. I, I once Jesus. I saw once I saw the, that he hadn't worked out for the Kings, Jaden Ivey. I knew right away he was going to the Pistons once he fell past three, because the the Kings man, I mean, Keegan Murray's not a bad player, but they clearly had some animosity, almost like a Lamelo situation. He didn't even want to work out for the Warriors, right back, you know, a couple mm-hmm. years back. Maybe it was a similar situation with Jaden. So I, yeah, I, I think yeah, out of the inter- top five, in I like that. Mate. In an interview, he's like, yeah, Sacramento is not the worst place I could go to. But, yeah, yeah. but not going to lie. When you see Jaden Ivey's reaction, crying, pure happiness, yeah, in my mind, he's like, thank the good Lord I'm not going to Sacramento, man. That's why Those he's were crying. tears of – oh, yeah. Probably. Dude, like, like if he got drafted by the Sacramento <laughs> Kings, it would have been tears of sadness. But he got <laughs> tears of joy. Man. I swear to God, man, this dude, like, he did not want to go to Sacramento, and I don't blame him. Their track yep. record, like, I don't know if you guys saw this. At, the, like, the picks afterwards, man. Jimmer, Jimmer. Burnett, Clay Thompson right after. Marvin Bagley picked right after Luka Doncic, man. Like, just, oh, Thomas Robinson right after Damian Lillard. So, Ooh. legit, like, they have messed up so many times that they, they could make a compilation highlight tape of the dudes <laughs> picked right after, though, man. So, yeah. like, Sacramento is just it's just probably the worst franchise in the basketball association. They got a whole new general manager now, so hopefully they can fix this mess. But good luck with that. Good luck with that. But they might have added another player to that list, man. You draft a Keegan Murray type of dude, man. I see zero upside with this dude. Really? Yeah, zero he's, upside. He, yeah. he's, he I feel like I feel like he hit his, his peak level, already. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, man. I feel like this guy out of Iowa is supposed to be a nice wing guy, man. Otto Porter. And Otto <laughs> Porter ain't no elite pick, man. Otto Porter's a nice role player, man. He, he's he's like the sixth, seventh guy on champion. your bench, man. Hit some yeah, ain't champion, whatever, whatever, on the bandwagon. The dude can hit some open threes, man. But he's going to be in that type of role. 
Mm. But if you're a top four pick and you're Otto Porter, I'm sorry. that, that That's just underachieving, man. He's a nice role player. And that's why I see in Keegan Murray right now. But Jaden Ivey, man, I see mm. a little special in him, man. Yeah. And I feel like he's in the perfect situation with Cade Cunningham. Because Jaden Ivey, he ain't a true point, man. No. He ain't a true Rondo. playmaker. No. He's a bucket getter, man. And he, like my comp is Donovan Mitchell's type of style, man. The same type of body, more of a scoring mentality, smaller type of guard. Him with Kate Cunningham as a playmaker, man. Yep. That's a true point. You get an ability to play with that dude. Beautiful. He'll beautiful get you the ball, situation. that's for sure. Beautiful yeah, situation, man. And as a Chicago Bulls fan, I'm like, dang, Detroit's young core right now. Pretty nice. It's pretty yeah. nice, man. And they offloaded Jeremy. You know, yeah, so they yeah, some, they, they, they went full yo, man. They outflowed yeah, Jeremy. They have some cap space. I don't know. They may go for someone else, but getting Dern also like they've been a nice, yes, nice young Dern, core, yeah. and they're going full young. And you got the cornerstone in Kate Cunningham, and now you got your complimentary piece of Ivy, and see what you could do from there. But man, as a Detroit Central's fan, making moves. As a Detroit fan, man, you got to be happy. Yeah, because it went Very. exactly to plan. Like they didn't even need a trade off. They didn't even need a trade off yeah. to get Ivy. So. My yeah. Lord, you have to think. That. You have to think with the Kings. You, you know, I, I don't think they should have just drafted Ivy because it could have just been a really bad situation. I just think the reason why you, to me, Keegan Murray, like to Zeus' point, he's maxed out. Maybe go for a guy like Shaden Sharp. Somebody else has got a little bit more upside or something. Like I don't understand because their trade packages for that pick must have not been as good. Because yeah. you know yeah. the best thing to do in that situation is to trade down and get more picks because they probably could have got two more better players later in the draft. So they just might not have gotten great uh, trade packages. So with the Kings, it's like, you know, it, it's going to be really painful to see if, you know, Ivy just tears it up with the Pistons and Keegan Murray is, like you say, is a solid, is a solid, is a solid addition, but he's just not Jay Ivey. That's going to be really yeah. hard to see. So, um, or maybe in a guy like Shaden Sharp, who they could have maybe picked as just like a wild card and he ends up tearing up with the Blazers, but we'll see with that. Um, I agree with Zoo, the Pistons, man. Like, you know, I love the Ivy pick just because it fell to them. They didn't have to give up anything. But I also like the Duran pick because it puts them in a position where they have all their guys young, all their guys can grow together. Duran could end up being a really nice, I guess, compliment to the other big. Like, I think they got Sadiq Bay. Um, mm-hmm. He's a nice little, I guess, power sure. forward, small forward type guy that can shoot. Uh, so I really like the direction they're going in because, you know, for a long time, Detroit's kind of just been that middling team too. But, you know, it's crazy when you draft a guy like Cade from last hey, year. Have, man. Turn, it okay. changes the whole trajectory of the whole franchise. So I thought yep. they had a really good draft. Um, you know, like I said, Shaden Sharp went to the Blazers. I don't. I think that was an upside pick. I don't, I don't I feel, necessarily I feel think like that's going to help I feel, now. I feel like he's going to be a late bloomer. Yeah, like, I feel like he's going to take a yeah. couple of years of developing, like sort of like Anthony Jimmy Simons. Butler. Yeah, Anthony Simon's Simon. type guy. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Butler. He's Who's a restricted a free agent right now? Dude, yeah. He's going to get paid. So, that dude was yeah. a bucket. But, yeah, yeah. I feel uh, like he's going to be a – like it's going to take time. And Damian Lillard, he got no time. This guy's in the 30s. He's, he's yeah. in his 30s. Like, he got probably mm-hmm. like three, four years left if looking in his prime to try to win a championship. So, I don't know how that pick helps him yeah, in the immediate future. Yeah, the timetable doesn't – yeah. Yeah. doesn't match So, up. the timetable of a super young guy played no college basketball, unless he's like one of those basketball savants that could have gone – came straight from high school and ball out immediately in the NBA as a first-year player. Not even Kobe Bryant did that or Kevin Garnett. Yeah. So it always takes at least I, a year or two. So so I'm yeah. like takes a guy to develop his athletic or his uh, physical abilities as far as he's a skinnier guy, man. So 
I don't know, man. It might take a couple of years before he matures into yeah. the type of player that he can be. So yeah. uh, good luck to you, Blazers. Good luck with Grant and Damian Lillard. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, I, also, I also think – go ahead. Go now. You go ahead. I was going to say, I, I was going to say, I like on the central division thing, you know, I think that the Pacers are kind of making a lot of moves here. Might be trading Brogdon and all that. But mm-hmm. the Cavs yeah. picking Ochai Agbaji, I think that was a mm. quietly nice pick for the Cavs. player. Polished player can hit. He's, I mean, he was going off from three in March Madness. I mean, we saw him carrying that Kansas team going six for six to start a game in one. Um, But I like, I like his athleticism. I like his versatility going in the backcourt with Darius Garland. We, Mm -hmm. I think we've talked, we talked about this so many times with this Cavs team. One of the weirdest looking teams in the NBA by far, just with the look. I think maybe you'll see some other teams start, start shifting that way, just putting a bunch of tall guys that can stretch the floor. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. But I do think Egbaji was is kind of the one guy that they need to fit into that shooting guard slash you know small forward role, and I think that that'll mesh well. I I think that was a good value pick, and then Ty Ty Washington to the to the Rockets. I like that as a point guard, not necessarily a guy that needs the ball all the time, but can facilitate mm-hmm. a little bit. And then also I did like the Johnny Davis pick to the Wizards. I think that that gives Beal. Maybe a reason to to stay. Maybe maybe stick around. No, no, no the he's reason not the that happy. Saying, the reason but... the guy's staying is two hundred million dollars. <laughs> exactly. But at least reason. At least give him a running mate. At least give him a running. That's the only reason, man. Like he might like it in DC. Don't want to move. But number one, that list that money, man. Oh, because you know yeah. what that guy could do, man. One year later, <laughs> I'm sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Demand a trade, man. So exactly. But I do like the Johnny Davis. Uh, Johnny can Johnny can get buckets. I think we know that he was mm-hmm. kind of a, a Wisconsin kid that didn't really usually play like Wisconsin historically does. You know they don't really ever have a guy that puts up twenty a game. And here comes Johnny Davis. Um, obviously he has his own commercial, and they, you know, talking about him going next overall. He went tenth. I mean, I think that that was around where people the had Taco him. Bell commercial. Yeah, the Taco yeah. Bell commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so I am happy for him. I did get to watch him a lot playing at you know playing against Indiana and playing in the Big Ten. But I do think that the Wizards could use any help they can get, and they just always seem to sign stretch fours. So by giving them another guard, maybe it'll give them a little boost in the East. Yeah. Man. Matt, but, but team I want to bring up, though, I don't know what you guys' perspective on this team is the New York Knicks, man. Mm. They had a lottery pick, didn't really feel anyone, so they flipped the pick. And they, they flipped it for three first-round picks. But when you dig deeper into those first-round picks, all heavily lottery-protected. And a lot of them could turn into nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I, future trade saying, piece. Yeah, people are saying like maybe they flip these. The, the, like when you say first round, these are like fraudulent first round picks. Now, this is like fake first round picks because a lot of them are going to cash into nothing. They did it for cap space. So I don't know what they're thinking because a lot, a lot of rumors out there. Jalen Brunson is a priority instead of prioritizing another young guy to join the New York Knicks are, that are trying to win now. He's got a mm-hmm. guy in Tom Thibodeau who made the playoffs last year, and this year was just an absolute embarrassment. <laughs> they regressed back to the mean. I still don't know how last year's Knicks team made the playoffs. The team's just not that good outside of no. R.J. Barrett and a couple of veterans. The team's just not that talented. What do you guys think about their strategy of just like, uh, man, no draft and just going potential cap space? I think I think what they're doing is they're – I don't even think it's a rumor. I think they're going full in on Jalen Brunson. Uh I think they're doing that, and I also think they're going to try to flip Julius Randle's contract and get something for that, because um, mm. it don't make sense with the picks. Like no. having lottery protected picks, like it basically means you're not going to get those picks. Is I mean, because 
it, it, you know, maybe if it was top three, top five protected, something like that, maybe you could be like, okay, that makes more sense or something like that. But or unprotected, which nobody tries to do because everybody likes to put protection on picks. But yeah. I'm just saying, like, uh, I I really do think they're going to go all in on Brunson. Um, they're going to be clearing space for maybe another free agent acquisition. I don't know if how the contracts work for next year to try to get somebody, but I do know they're going to be trying to flip Julius Randle because mm. if you saw Julius Randle last year. He had a real tough situation with the crowds in New York, and I don't think that's a situation that I, I would say is ideal for Knicks, uh, the Knicks front office and him. So if they could flip him for something, I don't know if you could get picks or another player, but I think that's what they're trying to do. Uh, and I guess because I guess you could argue they're in the middle of the lottery, so it's like, and plus New York hasn't done well in a draft. So it's kind of like I was gonna say they're I mean, a glorified version of the yeah. Kings. That's really what they yeah, are when like, it comes to drafting. Historically, yeah, historically they have missed on a lot of picks. Yeah, so it's like yeah. why we'll try to make that mistake? <laughs> yeah, he was he actually he might maybe they didn't trust themselves, decent. Sean. Don't hate. Yeah, you know maybe they probably didn't trust is exactly themselves. what it is. They did not trust themselves, and they were just Honestly, like you know what, I'm just flipping and see if we can get some free agents. Like I said, I want to get the guys' uh, opinions on some of the free agent deals that could be coming, some trades that could come from that, just a whole smorgasbord of topics with this uh, particular free agency. And, uh, P. Bush, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to start with a guard that we really haven't been able to see to the full extent, and this is what I was kind of alluding to with the Pacers earlier. I think they might try and go for Colin Sexton, pair him up with Albert in that backcourt. Restricted, restricted, try and match him, especially if they're trying to move Brogdon. And I don't know, I, mm. I can't confirm if there were a lot of Miles Turner rumors as well, but if they mm. decide to kind of make some moves with those guys, maybe get some capital back, maybe, you know, clearing that cap space, Miles Turner is not a, not a cheap contract, um, then maybe try and go for Sexton and try and outbid the Cavs because based on what the Cavs drafted, how Garland played, maybe even trying to keep Rubio, I don't really think there's a spot for Sexton in Cleveland. And hey, maybe he just needs a fresh start not too far away. So I do think that could be a move. Um, and I also think that if they were to move Brogdon, I think he's going to go down to Dallas to replace Brunson. I think that'd be a solid move for the Cow- or for the Cowboys, for the Mavericks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think that that could be not, not necessarily all on the same day or, you know, any, you know, trades made immediately. But I do mm-hmm. think if Brogdon's looking for a home, Dallas is not bad because they could use the defensive presence, man. That is... That's an absolute statement, and he can still Especially score. In the backcourt, yeah, and and he can take yep. a little pressure off Luca too, just like Brun- we saw Brunson starting to do this year. So I think if they were looking for a replacement and didn't want to sign Brunson, maybe make a move for Brogdon. Gotcha. Yeah, that's very very interesting. Yeah. We don't forget Colin Sexton, man. He was averaging twenty points when he played. Yep, exactly. Like, like the dude's the dude's at least a six man in the NBA, but with the rise of Darius Garland, there's no way they give. Colin Sexton a big contract, especially when yeah. you give big money to Laurie Marketing. And in the future, you have to pay pay Evan Mobley. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I feel like the cap situation over there, like, they ain't investing that. So, that's a good thing for Colin Sexton, man. But what I got to look at is what recently happened, man. Mm. John Wall to the Clippers. Yeah. That was mind-blowing. Because with the Washington – yeah, with, with, uh, with the Houston Rockets just saying bye-bye to John Wall, man. Because they, they, just, they just got him off the team. Los Paid basically his whole salary. <laughs> exactly. Paid pretty much his whole salary. They, I think he gave up seven, eight million dollars or whatever just to get get off the contract. But John Wall, he might get a mid-level exception from the Los Angeles Clippers. And they're getting a guy. One healthy is a perennial all-star. People forget how good yeah. John Wall is, man. Yeah. I haven't People seen him play in so long. No. Uh, no, I'll tell you. 
I'm telling yeah. you, man, he ain't washed yet, man. He ain't washed yet, man. Dude, when he was on the Houston Rockets team before he got injured, he was after 20 points, six assists. Yeah. And you're upgrading from Reggie Jackson. A, I love nice Reggie scorer. Jackson, man. Cool, okay, he's man. a nice scorer. He's a scorer. He's, 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 he's he a six, man. game six in the conference finals. Like, he's okay. no he's a, run rate guy. Like, he can, he can oh, ball. He, he's, he's a six, clutch, dude. Oh, oh my. He's a six-man scorer type of guy. Jordan Clarkson, Jamal Crawford. That's his role on a basketball yeah, he's team. Not a point. No. 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 Yeah. He's a he, he, he's a good shooter. I just you like added John play. Wall to that team. Jesus Christ. John, John Wall is a true. He's a really good passer. People forget how good of a passer yeah. John Wall is. People forget how good of a defensive player he was when he got better in Washington after he matured. And um, yeah. his opportunity to play with dynamic wings. That he just becomes a true point guard. He doesn't even need to score the basketball. Mm. Like he, like his responsibility is like John Wall. We don't need you to get twenty points. We need you to get ten dollars and feed these guys. So my God, that fit with that roster and on the potential contract they're gonna get. Oh yeah, obviously he's gonna be healthy. He's got PG, <laughs> PG who's a band aid, Kawhi who's a band aid, John Wall there. who's a band aid. There's a lot of band aids. There's yeah. a lot of band aids on the team. In LA, but when you got band-aids, you, you just got to pray for a good luck and good health, and you're going to roll your dice and get John Wall for pretty much nothing. Yeah, I mean, pretty for much the value. Nothing. For the value, yeah. you might as well just go for Why it. Why did Houston pay $40 million to make him go away? Man, because they're trying to, they try to tank, man, because they weren't going to play him again. Why are they trying to tank? They got a, they got decent guys now on the team. Oh, they don't have, no. They're not like a tank team. They're not oh, tanking they for want, next year. They don't you want know? to get like the 10 seed. You know what I mean? Like they don't want the 9 or 10. Like you're either going for That's a red flag. No, 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 no. I feel like it would be one more one more year to take it. Like you got the Houston, like the Houston's, the OKC's, these, the Detroit's, all these young, nice young teams. One more round of tanking. Sacramento might be. No, no, Sacramento is actually not tanking. So that's the funniest yeah. part. But these, they these three teams I just named are tanking. Because you can, you look at next year. This Wimbin Yama guy overseas, man. This French mm -hmm. dude. This French yeah, dude overseas, like these GMs yeah, are looking. Oh, nice. they are they are salivating of a seven-two guy that can shoot. So these these teams are tanking right now. Yeah. So uh, they know what they're doing. Because if I'm a team, I'm tanking for next year's draft. It's a good yeah. year to tank. It's it's a really good year to tank. Rudy Gobert size with a three-point shot. So, but John Wall to the Clippers, though, man. Mm. Dude, I think the Clippers might be the favorite if healthy. That's a big if. But I feel like Dude, if healthy, you got it, yo. This you is, got John Wall. This John Wall's got to be an all star if that's going to oh, be the case. Yeah. Like yeah. John Wall still got first, game, bro. man. John I mean, Wall still got game. Horrible game. <sighs> you got him. Like, that's what he would have to be. Like I don't. Oh. Yeah. Zeus confident. I yeah. you better you better this, place this, your this, right now. This guy, <laughs> this guy, this John Wall fit my guy. I saw that. I was like, damn. The Clippers are making moves, and we forgot about a lot of the moves last couple of years that they made. Like they got nice role players, man. They got Norman Powell yeah, they, they as a bucket getter. They got Luke Kennard as a sniper. Zubac is your traditional big man. Like they got a really, really good roster. And you're adding John Wall to the mix. Jesus hey, Christ, the roster is most improved. <laughs> All right, we gotta relax, bro. Like I'm just not. I was the just roster, arguing. With the Clippers the roster is loaded. They I are ready to win. I agree with that, that they are a sneaky deep team. But I was just arguing with this in the group chat. Shout out my boy D. He was how Zoo is about John Wall. And it's just, no. 
I got like, I just man. I got yeah. It's like he's been he's been gone for a long time, and I don't I don't give credit to he put stats up and he it's a bad team. You're gonna put stats up. Like how is he gonna be as a winner? Like with a like a team that's oh, trying to stop never it has with, a good team. Stop it with like, the winner, man. He's never what? happened. Oh, don't never been a winner. What are you talking Not about, really. man? He revitalized that Washington franchise, man, to a, pretty much a playoff. He, a one overall playoff he had to do that. He no, underachieved yeah. as a number one overall pick, bro. You gotta admit that. What? I don't think he I don't think he's uh, underachieved. I think he this dude was a perennial all-star in the Eastern Conference. He saved that Washington. Do you forget what was happening? Have you I forgot what happened with that Washington franchise, did. man? That Washington franchise play. had the Swaggy P's and the Gilbert Arenas and the guns and everything. That franchise was a disaster. Team, and that team made it further than John Wall ever did. Mm. Gilbert what are you Arenas? About? Gilbert what are you Arenas? About? He, just got, he just got knocked out by LeBron, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, and what has John Wall won? Yeah, it went like a couple second rounds a couple times, man. Oh, oh okay. Uh, it's the first Nate, overall pick. Man, Nate Robinson brought this one. Oh, you're talking, you're, talking, you're talking about a team at the bottom, <laughs> at the deeps of hell. I don't know. To a perennial, and what was the Washington Wizards done without John Wall? They were not arguing that. Like him and Bill's impact, like John Wall had a better impact than Bill. Yes. Not, we're not arguing those two, but I'm yes. just saying John Wall, like, like if he hadn't been under for so long, yeah, second if you only get to the second round as a number one overall pick, I don't miss me with the he's achieved a lot. Yeah. Like, he's achieved a lot. Because that franchise is one of those bad individually. franchises. Individually, yeah, he's been 20 and 10, man. This guy's been tremendous, tremendous. He played, man. like, maybe if he wasn't as hurt, I would be like, okay, I'm with you. But he's been hurt for a long time. And to no, me, it's just forgot the Houston, the Houston Rockets just rested his butt. He was healthy. They just didn't yeah. want to play him last year. Why would you do that? Because they're trying if to tank. He and they tank. And they got Jabari Smith, man. What do you mean why they did that, man? It wasn't it's, Pat winning. It's, like, it's they the still would have been Pat with him playing. It's the, <laughs> like, the OKC strategy, man. They got Al Horford. They just benched this ass because they're trying to tank, and they got Chad Holmgren. Like, yeah, but bad Al, Horford, Al Horford was not $40 million worth. Yeah. That's the other part. But uh, Zoo, I, don't, I can't say anything about it. I'm telling you. I haven't seen him play in That's my damn near three years. Oh, yeah. I'm betting on the Clippers because this team you is loaded. And you can bet, but you can't say it's a lock that they're, yeah, they're, they're going to be the now. favorites. At the West, what are you looking at? Oh man! If you want to bet on, if you bet on them to make the finals, you probably get damn good odds. So hey, value pick. (laughs) No, I mean no. Seriously, if if John Wall comes back and he's cleared by all physicians, they're probably going to be a top three odds team in the West. Absolutely, I would would say you could you could easily absolutely. But I would I would argue that you know the Warriors are probably going to be above them just because they're reigning champions. I don't know where you put the Lakers at that point, and I think you could Lakers argue that the nah. Grizz- I take the, Memphis. I take Memphis Grizzlies, over there. The Grizzlies, yeah. maybe maybe a healthy Nuggets team if they if they are able to come back healthy. You know, those are kind of the two. But I don't know. I mean, I think it it's a pretty wide open Western Conference. I agree with you; they'd have a chance. But to Sean's point, I haven't seen John Wall in a game decision moment in a. Let alone, no. let alone a first round playoffs. But if you're saying that <laughs> making the conference finals in like yeah. game six, and you're asking him to play under pressure, he hasn't had to do that in three years. Reggie Jackson has done that <laughs> exactly, ah. and he showed up. Ah. He showed up better numbers than twenty. Bro, they almost made the finals with Reggie Jackson and Paul George. 
Like, against a Suns team who was really good. Yeah. Like, not saying Reggie Jackson at their apex is the same as John Wall, but I'm just saying, like, Reggie Jackson's just not no now. slum. Like, he's yeah, a like, six man, man. I never said he was a bum. John he's a has six to get man. To the, John Wall basically has to get to the finals this year, or did the, this this move was ah. just. I mean, I don't know about that. I, con- I we'll think he has to get to the finals. Final, Sean. Conference finals. Okay, yeah. conference yeah. finals. But yeah. I, like you say, the whole combination of him not playing in a while, like, I don't care what it is. A team buys you out for $40 million. Like, you could say they're tanking. That's just crazy. And they are then tanking. to going to the Clippers and then going to the Clippers, like, how many suitors were really there for John Wall? I think the Clippers front there office was, is like, I feel like there's, I, do you know who should have got, would have really wanted him? The Boston Celtics. I feel like if Boston got John Wall this year as a true playmaker, I think that makes more sense than, I feel like Brad Stevens right now is like, oh my God. I think the wings. I'm telling you right now. If John Wall was on the Boston Celtics, they would have won the NBA championship. Yeah. All right. So you I got a question. Was any point guard that was that could dribble and run a set? No, there's not many <laughs> yeah. point guards that could get ten assists like players. John Wall, man. There's not yeah. many playmakers out there like him. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's still got part- that true point guard in him. But Sean, I did. I do want to ask you guys. I think I know this might sound like a stupid question, but I think one of there's the no pivotal questions. guy in free agency is PJ Tucker, because I think I any like team would want PJ Tucker. If you're a yes. championship level team, you add him to your team. Which yes. team needs him the most, and who's going to go after him? 76ers are going to sign him. 76ers are going to go right money. out of my mouth, man. They need toughness. <laughs> they need physicality. Yep. They need a little mean bone in them with Joel Embiid in the front line. You, mm. need, you need an enforcer. He, he's the definition of an enforcer. I was thinking the Nets. I was thinking nah. the Nets, man. Oh, he could go know. there, but yeah. I think Daryl Moore is going to overpay for him. Oh, he did, yeah, yeah. He'd offer him more money. Dude, but I think if he's guy, man, win, Houston Rockets reunite with James Harden, even though it's not Houston James anymore. It's Sixers <laughs> James. It's been an absolute disaster. Winner of the but, trade, Purdue. Bonfire. Yeah. Bonfire at James Harden with the 76ers. Yeah. Winner of the oh. – man, it looks like both of the teams are losers, man. Ben Simmons hasn't played hey, a damn but, game, and James Harden has been yeah. a shell of himself. But now yes. Kyrie and KD, if they're back in Brooklyn and Ben Simmons plays, you want to talk about, oh, we haven't seen him play in a while, John Wall. <laughs> oh, ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. Oh, no, that Ben Simmons team. would be great on that. He would be I'm, the Draymond Green of the team, man. A better Draymond better Green. Version. Yeah. Better, yeah, better, better Draymond version. Green. Could score, yeah. Yeah, yeah. better Little Draymond. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. Draymond. I think, I think PJ's the guy. I, I don't think Miami will be able to, to retain him. Uh, I think he was on a one-year, like $10 million deal. You know, I don't think the Bucks will try and bring him back, but I do think there's a couple teams. You know, the Grizzlies could use a guy like he would. He would fit really well into the Grizzlies' mm-hmm. hard no system. The whole mindset of the Grizzlies. But if, yeah. if you're looking at like needs, I do think you know if if Al Horford kind of continues to decline, Boston could take a look at him. They'd kind of run a lot of small ball with him. But I think the Nets and the Sixers are probably the two front runners, just fit wise. What, what do you think Daryl would pay him? Probably fifteen. How many 15 years? a year? Yeah, one-year deal. I think would do that, bro. I think he would. He, had, he got 10 in Miami. Daryl was probably going to overpay for him, oh. dog. I just don't know how many years he would give him. Two or three, maybe. Oh, he wouldn't get – the dude's like almost 38 years old. He, I think he, they give him a one – I think they give him more one-year one deal. One-year deal. Yeah. He's on that championship. He's on that championship circus route right now. That's that's what he's doing. He's he is the perfect plug and play, and he's familiar exactly. with that team. So I I, I think that if you the betting favorite is probably would be the 76ers because they're probably going to pay more, and you know he just has that familiarity. Um, yeah. But it is interesting, you know, thinking about the Nets. There could be a nice 
piece, you know, to go along with because one thing the Nets didn't do well in the playoffs last year while getting swept was they didn't have good defense. They didn't have that tough nose. You could just tell with Kevin Durant, it's just after he got roughed up a little bit, it's just everybody kind of went downhill. So Do you know who they need, man? I don't know. They really need Jared Allen, (laughs) the guy that they got rid of. Traded away. Mm. Wait, what did they trade him for? Was it James Harden deal or what was it for? James Harden deal. I'm just kidding. James Harden deal. And he yeah. didn't even go to the Rockets, man. He was like, a, he was a throw-in. He was a throw-in. The Cavs flipped the bag for him. Like, the, yeah, yep. the Rockets didn't even want it. So, but Jared Allen, man, a rim protector, a guy that can help off ball. Well, I, you know, they probably thought Nick Claxton was going to be that guy, and he's not. Yeah, or Drummond was going to do actually rebound the ball. They should have learned from what the Lakers did with Drummond the year before. I don't know why they thought Drummond at the Nets were going to be any different. Like everybody had these expectations for Drummond with the Lakers, and he just he was beasting in Detroit, man. He was getting like yeah. 15, 20, 20 rebounds. rebounds, twenty rebounds, man. <laughs> Freaking Dennis Rodman down there. Yeah, Bro, I think for me, just free agency wise, you know, the all this speculation. I think uh, what, I, what I'm learning with the NBA is a lot of these players like the attention of like let's just say DeJounte Murray is one of the guys he's putting mm. up quotes he's putting up pictures of what am I gonna do next who knows yeah. like I think a lot of these players like the attention of it which is cool because it's just it goes along with social media and the whole rise of the NBA uh but I think like Bill for instance I think to this point he's gonna opt out he's gonna stay with Washington he's gonna get that massive deal um James Harden, whatever deal they're going to give him, I don't know how many years, but he's going to stay in. It Philly. might be two to three years, yeah. might be a shorter term deal. That's like if you could do two to three years, then yeah, I still wouldn't want to do it, but that's better than the five year extension. Oh no, so, he ain't nobody yeah. in the NBA yeah. giving that dude a five year deal after that playoff atrocity. That's another reason. If you do that, automatically fired, and it's three years show calls. You can't, you can't, you know, manage or do any GM work in yeah. the league after three years <laughs> after you get fired. So um, another guy, Jalen Brunson. Um, like we say, we kind of hinted he was going to the Knicks. Rumor hundred million dollars has been discussed. I don't. I would That's be more, a lot of money. More inclined to what Van Vliet got, which was the 85-90. If you tell me that, I feel like, no, okay, I feel yeah. like that's the caliber that. player that Jalen Brunson is. Yeah, I think. Like, like who might, would you might, have? Yeah, he might squeak in with one All Star game performance, like what All Star performance. Like, like, who do you think is a better player? I think it's probably Brunson, but not by much. After that playoff performance. Like, yeah, you know, it was a great, or maybe it's just the Utah Jazz. Like, I feel like the Utah Jazz might have helped Jalen Brunson's trade value go up like 50%. Because, my <laughs> God, their defense, their perimeter defense is atrocious. Like, it mm-hmm. is atrocious. Like, that team had no Luka Dodgers for a couple of games, and Jalen Brunson was putting up 27 yeah, points showed a up. game. He showed, as, he showed as, show playing up. Playing pretty much like one on one. Like, dude was just mm-hmm. being by people every single play. So, man, shout out to the Utah Jazz for getting him a bag. But $100 uh-huh. million for a second round pick. Second, so this is will be his first real money contract. So I mm-hmm. hope he gets his bag as he deserves it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. New York Knicks, man, if that's your franchise <laughs> cornerstone, my god, hey, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle and RJ. Don't so forget RJ about Obi. Got, up, got a little upside in the future. Oh, he top got a little upside in the future, but man, oh man, right. Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. Two lefties making a hundred million dollars as your two. Yeah, Randall's. I think Randall's definitely getting flipped. I just don't know what he's yeah. getting flipped for. They should I don't flip know him because Obi Toppin as his replacement is just a cheaper Randall right now. Bunch of protected first rounders, probably. That'll probably be their strategy. <laughs> that would be mm. criminal if the Knicks did that. But Miles Bridges is another guy I'm looking at. Mm. I think Charlotte needs to pay him. Needs and if it requires the max, they're just gonna have to do it. Unfortunately, because I don't, I think his rapport with Lamelo is really good. Like they're really good friends off the court, and I just think to make Lamelo happy, 
that's part of the reason. And he's a three and D wing. Like, I hate to break it to you. Like, if you watch the playoffs and watch the finals, those are very valuable pieces to have. Like, he's 24. He's improved. So it's not like he's just having this, like, outlier year. Like, this year was a great year. But if you look at his stats, he's gotten better each year. So I think that's a, a situation where if Charlotte lets him go to, an, go to another team, that's going to be really disappointing because I like his game a lot. Uh, and yeah. he fits. Yeah, as a complimentary player with Lamelo Ball, high a high flyer, flyer a high flyer man, good three point yeah. shooter, good lob threat. Like, and yeah, as you said, it's a Wayne's league. So, I think losing Bridges would just be stupid because yeah. it was yeah. one of the draft picks they actually hit. Like, they yeah. finally nailed it. Like Michael Jordan finally nailed a draft pick. So, Ooh. if you if you lose the one pick that was a good pick, man, that's just dumb. That yep. is just dumb. So now I will Bridges, say, that's your small market now. too. Now I will say. I think they probably are hesitant because they're going to have to figure out in the coming years with like paying LaMelo and stuff. So like, if you got it, but to me, I would trade like Hayward and some of those Hayward. other secondary oh, that Hayward contract. We'll get him out of there. We'll try to find a trade partner to get him out of there. So you can have bridges LaMelo as a core. And Russell then like I, said, I like their draft hook with, I mean, they're probably, that might be a situation they might have to do. I mean, if to me, if I'm, the Charlotte Hornets, and I really want to pay Bridges, and I have to pay him the max, and that means I got to shed some salary. I take that Westbrook contract because he's going after like, you. Yo, Lakers, take Gordon Hayward's bad. Yeah, take Hayward, we'll take Westbrook, Washington, whoever. Yeah, yeah, like I would do that if I'm Charlotte because that I'll means I get it. to keep Bridges, and yeah, I'm definitely doing that. You know, as you guys can see, it's going to be really interesting with the free agency market. Uh, you know, like Zeus said, it's going to start June 30th at six, so we're going to see a lot of deals take place. A lot Come of teams, on, you know, do what they're gonna do. <laughs> Come on, AK, man, Wheelie, dude, he, he was not at the initial press conference, man. He better be on the phone and talking to teams, man. He better be, <laughs> he better be stout, tampering, yeah. man, undercover yeah, tampering. Yeah, you gotta be ten. Got yeah. You gotta have a guy. You gotta have rounders. <laughs> gotta have a guy of a guy to tamper, so you don't have your fingerprints on it. So, exactly. Um, it's gonna be a lot of teams doing that. Um. And you know what? Even if you did get caught tampering, if the worst you get is what fifty grand and second round pick, it'd be worth it if you get a really good player. <laughs> like who cares? Slap on but, the wrist right there. We already got our second yeah. rounder. We already got IO man. We ain't hitting yeah. again on a second round pick for the next decade. <laughs> That's yeah. true. So um a lot of interesting storylines coming up in the next couple of days. So make sure you guys tune in to Bullheaded underscore pod on Instagram. A lot of great content coming out on there. Uh YouTube as well. Crontron knows. Put up YouTube shorts. This video will be going up there as well. Uh, all of our streaming flat platforms with Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and for me, Sue, and P-Bush, we're out.